Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons, 5th edition, Yalzar campaign, specifically the Coalition story. I am, as always, your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. I have with me the majority of my party, starting with our Bard. Hi, this is Austin, playing L. Our Artificer. Hey y'all, it's Dylan, playing Boomer. Our Warlock. Hey everybody, it's Jesse, playing Valdis. Our Cleric. Our cleric. Our cleric. You know, let's give the fighter a try. Our fighter. Hey, everybody. It's Jeff playing here. And our cleric seems to be suffering from technical difficulties. Anyway, before we get into tonight's session and resume what is undeniably going to be a less technological fucking nightmare than last session. Uh, oh, God, hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I hope? I hope that for Valentine's Day, my sweet dear gets me a Critical Wick candle. Critical Wick. For all your soy-based candle needs and also Dungeons & Dragons reinforcement needs. Because, hot damn, there's a metal cast die in every one. CriticalWick.com. Check them out. So, uh... I believe you guys had just finished talking to the captain about a proposal to help rid him and his crew of the curse. Is that right? Yeah, but I I cannot remember what we said because it was so choppy that I was just like, you know what, I'm going to figure this out later. I I mean, obviously make up your own details since you're the party, but what I took from it uh, and what I've I've been thinking on... um, is that you guys were going to pull the favor that you have with one of the local Triton royals to make good on this. Like, to, to, to basically trade in your, your favor and say, hey, we got these guys, they've done a bad to one of the local, you know, merfolk tribes and, or, you know, empires, so we want you to undo the curses on them. Yeah, that's that's basically what I got from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or at least ask them if Nicely. that was possible. Right. Yeah. All right, so... Uh, I how... forget, did, did, did the crew have still have the, the pearl? Yes, the captain... The, first four? the captain still has the pearl. 10-4, cool. And was not willing to part with it. <clears throat> right. I so, may have just missed how... Uh, why does he have the pearl? Where did it come from? What does it mean to him? Um, he stole it. Uh, him and his crew stole it from a Triton emissary uh, vessel that was like cresting the shallows and going to shore. They stole the pearl and were going to take it to Yalzar Minor where it would be worth, you know, something of great value. But they were stopped before they could get too far uh, that night that brutal massacre happened and the captain is just refusing to part with the pearl if he's going to suffer this kind of curse he may as well get to keep the treasure he stole Sounds like a nifty plan. And we had just yeah. all gone to bed, if I remember correctly. I don't know oh. if you've actually gone to bed or not, but I know that you left the, the captain's quarters. 
Now, was this directly after uh, Garen was nearly blown in half? No, it was almost a full day afterwards. Okay. Ooh, all right. Don't play with firebolt spells, kids. It was a scorching race. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come correct. Firebolt scorching <laughs> That's all right. a fact. So, uh, all right, I guess, do you, do you guys want to talk about this plan more? I mean, you haven't considered how you're going to overcome the incredibly daunting task of connecting to a merfolk empire. I was under the impression that we could just, like, stick our heads in the correct water in the ocean and just be like, hey, yo, babe, like, merfolk bays. And they, yeah. would, they would show up. To be honest, that was the extent of my plan, too. Okay. Didn't, yeah, that's where I was coming from. <laughs> they weren't super clear on how to summon them. True. I mean, Sorry you're 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 fine. Our cleric's with us. So basically, we were just over going over the information and the plan of helping the captain. Were you there for any of that? Yeah, I was there for the last session. No, I mean, like presently. I don't. I don't know if you've caught the discussion. I, I lived five seconds ago. My router decided to reset itself. Gotcha. Beautiful. All right. Uh, so, yeah. The party's trying to figure out before bed, how do you guys go about contacting the local merfolk, hopefully to reach the merfolk woman that you helped? Mm-hmm. Got to remember her name. Oh, does no one remember her name? I don't. We've had this Wait, problem let me, every session. Let me, go find, let me go find my, my, my book. Hold on. Anyway, so does anyone have any spitball plans as to how to reach out to this empire of Merfolk, or are you just going to rest on it? Well, um, Tricon, L is from that one city that's completely surrounded by water. Right, the city of Verday on the lake of Verday in Del Verday. That one. Uh, did we decide that there was or was not a Triton civilization in that lake? Uh, I believe we decided that there was a tribe, but they're not very large. Okay. So he wouldn't have any kind of, like, knowledge of merfolk postal systems. Um, I mean, that would be a lovely history check. <laughs> uh... Okay, so I got to the part where we met the tri- the Triton noble woman, and I wrote her name down as Triton noble woman. Uh, Me, <laughs> classic. So did I. <laughs> I. I think when she gave her name, it was after it was all said and done. Right. right. So your notes for her name might be a little later on. Students, yeah, it's, it's crazy. How do I have history? I guess I guess I don't know history. Um, Say history check. History. Um, I don't know if I had my dice. Oh, there it is. Got fourteen plus two is sixteen. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. So yeah. You know that it is absolutely customary if on open water that you know Tritons dwell in, 
the best way to reach out to a local merfolk empire is to drop a satchel overboard with a weight uh, that specifically has a symbol uh, that is iconic to land land people requesting the uh, meetings of the merfolk. So you cast a satchel over the... So to do it correctly, you'd cast a satchel over the side of your ship with a weight. Um, and even if you don't weigh anchor, or even if you don't drop anchor and stay there, they'll be able to find you, most likely. Okay. Well, then L relays that to his uh, curious compatriots. And uh, you should put a description of the vessel you're in and the nature of your desire to make contact. I'm in the blue hat. Sounds like a plan to me, Garen says, kind of uh, just laying in his bed. Not quite seductively. <laughs> Not quite, but it's on the table. I mean, his trousers speak for themselves. Oh my god, in the fantasy world you wear pants, Arn? Yeah. <laughs> it's called being subtle. Yeah, immersion. <laughs> Imagination is the most powerful magic, bro. It's called scoopism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're trying to get away from real life here. Anyway, so. <laughs> you all go to sea serpents, you're fighting. Uh, you all go to bed. Or do you try and throw the satchel overboard, or what do you guys do? Uh, from what I understood, we were not quite in the friendly Triton's waters yet. Um, yeah, correct. Okay, we're going to off. Alright, so, but I, if I remember correctly, those waters are slightly north of here. You'd have to go, you'd have to find out what, you'd have to navigate to get into those waters. Oh, um... Was the captain was the captain not amenable to us like trying this? He wasn't not amenable, but he basically said like, "Come back to me when you actually have a plan." Gotcha. Okay. Well, then in the morning we'll go back to him with our plan. Okay. We could. Do we have to wait? I mean, does he sleep? Elle Prob- sleeps. Probably not. But yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, tomorrow morning sounds good. Cool. Yeah, we'll wait till morning then. All right. Well, morning comes. Breakfast is served by uh, Eridite. And once again, it is a pleasant smelling, but looks like wheat slop. Yeah. It's delicious. has the tint of eggs and bacon to it. But you can't just... Dis- your eyes aren't deceiving you. What you are eating is undeniably very thin oatmeal to be kind. Okay. Can we discern what this is exactly? Are you saying that out L- loud? Yeah, or? L asks as he prods it. Uh, the, the, the chef looks at you and like seemingly grits her teeth and goes, it's breakfast. How are you going to insult someone in their own kitchen? Karen says, looking at him with like a handout. As I'm he... a nobleman. It's a favorite pastime. I guess. Not surprising so many of you guys end up poisoned. Ooh. I think that 
actually didn't quite hear what you said. You like blipped out for a second. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Well, if you want to hear it again, you got to lay him up again. Like, no, no, that's right. I'll, I'll, I'll just simper slightly. That's also fine. <laughs> so, what's the move? Well, after our. Um, uh, breakfast for want of a better term uh, he L, L asks Boomer if he wants to go present their quote unquote plan to the captain uh, yeah man I'll go with you it's a pretty good plan you're smart okay. you guys have a powerpoint alright slideshow I put together this slideshow <laughs> <laughs> just frames in front of a candle I was going to say <laughs> It's just like plans. it's just. What's a slideshow? Right, well, it's just. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I've made a slideshow to describe what a slideshow is. It's it's ten or twenty five, uh, five by five canvas painting, uh, painting canvases, and then I write unnecessarily large words all over it. And sometimes I make a nice picture, something, what I like to call clip art. <laughs> And the spider bot moves the pieces around on the page. It's pretty good. I'll be super mad if you don't get the spider bot to do like shadow puppets or something. How's this? How's how can you make shadow puppets? Yeah, exactly. I didn't say he'd do good ones. I just want him to do them. All right. Oh, oh, oh! What's this one? Is it an X? Yeah. Oh, so proud. It's my favorite. Spiderbot told me to tell you this one's called X Gun and give it to you. <laughs> oh, this this, this is his favorite. It's 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 soon. Wild Wild West. Right. <laughs> anyway, so Garrett's walking towards the captain's quarters. Well, so you come up to the top deck, and you are already relieved enough to see that the captain is at the helm of the ship, oh. and you could very easily meet him there. Oh, that, ah, works a bit better. Yeah. 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 Go oh, that way, then. Right. Oh, Captain. Captain nods yeah. his hat and uh, looks down at you all as you approach. It says, Mark fine morning, my friends, isn't it? Yeah, I like your sun hat. That's pretty good, you know. Keeps you out of the sun so you don't burn. He shakes his head. Not a need for that matter. He takes his hat off. You can see his pale vampire skin that theoretically should be burning to a crisp in the sunlight seems to not even smolder. As Wait he, for it. I know this one. Magic ship. It's cursed. You're cursed. Doesn't matter. You're correct. He puts his hand uh-huh, well, I'm figuring this thing out piece by piece. So, we finally came up with a plan. Ah, yes, of course. Well, we have a... Well, L has a friend. Or an acquaintance. And I'll turn to L be like, L, is it a friend or an acquaintance or something more? Uh, acquaintance is fine. Cool. An acquaintance who is a uh, merfolk emissary of sorts. And her uh, waters are uh, up north, I think you said, out, right? Yes, north here. In the. Chakon, um... did she give me the name of her? See? Uh, she told she she showed you on a map the general location, so you 
your best idea is I can show you on a map. Right, 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 right. She's L there. Says that, yeah. We'll have the spider bot hold up the map. Uh, the the captain nods and puts the map away and says, "Please, follow me to my quarters." Milton, mind the helm. A ghostly cap uh, crew member steps up and grabs the helm. Take us north some ways. I imagine we're heading that way. And you hear a um, spectral "Aye, aye, captain," and you feel the ship begin to turn. Uh, he leads you back into his cabin uh, and pulls out a much more detailed nautical map of the area. And he says, can you give me a roundabout? Uh, yes. This area. He, he sort of smirks his lips and goes, of course. Well, was she young, old, or male? Uh, young, female. Then we have a chance. I'm not on the best of terms with this empire of merfolk, to be gentle about it. Do you steal from most merfolk? Only the merfolks that choose to die on my ship. Hmm. Were, were these the ones that, you know, did the thing to you? No, not at all. I don't, I don't sail on those waters, for my ship is listed on their, on their charts, and should my hull be seen from even the most deepest bowels of the abyss, I will be hunted. We don't sail there no more. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's good looking out. But, as you can see, my friends, we are more than a day's travel from this part of the ocean. So we will turn our direction that way, and when we are there, I will drop anchor in a near one of the corals of that area, where their activity is most likely high. I assume you have a satchel of intent prepared? Uh, not yet, but I could make one. I well, believe I know the fashion. Very good. Well, you have a day to come about with it. Make sure you write nicely. I don't know why, but they seem to be a very big fan of how we write up here. <laughs> but get your intentions clear, and you might even see a familiar face. That is the hope. So. Let's hope so, because if he's that blacklisted, this could get interesting fast. So, yeah. I have to ask, what's your next step after you manage to roll the dice and get so lucky as to shake hands with your Triton mistress? Well, well sorry. Go ahead, Al. You got this, buddy. On that point, we are less clear. This is more of a fact-finding mission than anything else. If we are lucky, she has sympathy for your plight or at least takes our word that she should, and we will be able to work out some sort of, I don't know, deal, better understanding of your predicament. But there's always the chance that she says that she won't or can't help us. Well, I'm willing to roll the bones on that matter. I trust you, or at least I don't mind the day and a half out the way. I'm charging your uh, manager by the nautical mile, so... And a few more on your request is only more coin in my pocket. Uh, well, feel free to charge him extra, please. Indeed. I considered such. Gratuity included. So, now that we're back from that little break, uh, mm. what did 
what what what's your plan after? I think. Oh, after talking to the captain, Ella's going to go back and prepare the satchel. Okay. Any? I mean, you guys have basically a day to burn. What do you guys want to do with it? Um, Not. Um, <laughs> no. We should definitely practice our uh, dragon ritual, though. Well, I'll. If Hell needs I'll, any help with the satchel, and then uh, I'll do dragon ritual. And then if there's any time left over, I'll work more on the cart because this thing needs to get finished. Right. Um, if Garen can find a place on the deck to practice, he's going to just go up there with his halberd and swing away, boys, and just kind of get more used to, or rather try to find that sensation he felt in the thing on the first time. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you swing around for a little while, and you feel that sort of momentum begin to build in your arms again, and you see the, the, the blade leave, again, leaving streaks of light blue energy in its, in its paths, uh, and then you hear like a splork, like you dug your glaive into something, and you look, and there's a spectral, uh, crew member, like, like staring at you with the glaive in him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then oh he just he just start busts out laughing and just walks past your spear like I'm just fucking with you, guy. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron puts two fingers to his forehead and just stops for a second. Because <laughs> he's thinking the last thing he needs is to be thrown overboard. Because he accidentally managed to kill a ghost somehow. With this weapon that he hasn't figured out yet. <laughs> right. Yeah. Then you have to walk the rest of the way there. Uh-huh. Yeah, welcome to both my and my character's nightmares. Yeah, um, pretty much. Well, he's done practicing. That was enough. We're good. <laughs> were we gonna were we gonna practice the um verbally demeaning dragon dance? <laughs> yeah. Do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes. I forget which part uh, Karen was, but he's all about it. Uh, I'm a trumpet. <laughs> no, I think you have I think you have one of the like speaking roles. Oh, I thought I was given a trumpet. No, cuz two of you are a pile of gold and riches. Two That's of you Elle and Valen. Right, and the and then two of you are like meat. That's me and uh me and sleep. <sighs> yep. yep. And and then uh Geheron is like an apologist, like just like oh, you're so mighty, God. you're so great, we are so weak and horrible. That's like like look at my skin, look at my scales, I'm trash, I am a trash fanboy. Right. <laughs> I remember now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm kind of mildly proud of myself for making that up. <laughs> Swear to God, if it turns out this is just a practical joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that'd be so like, good. We get there and the dragon's like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> Whatever we're doing, we're doing it well. <laughs> it's playing. There's floppy meat, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, man. 
All right. So anyway, we're practicing that because Garen's gonna get in a costume if that's what we're doing. Yeah. 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 Let's practice. Yeah, it. we should practice this. Uh, hey, it's either practice or get eaten by a dragon. Fact. There is a third option. <laughs> it involves murder. Well, murder. Dragon. That's not a road I think I'm gonna go down. That's not a road any of us are gonna go down at all. I'm gonna take my spider robot. And in this moment of peace and argument about getting into costume, there's a gigantic whoosh, an upspurt of water shakes the vessel. Everyone make balance checks. Oh, now. What's a balance check? That'd be in athletics or acrobatics. Acrobatics? Ooh. 23. Oh, no. Oh, no. Let me get over my dice. I was snuggled up in a blanket. Uh, That's couldn't make that athletics, could you? Uh, yeah, I said ac- acrobatics or athletics. Oh, sweet. That went from a five to a six. All right, I'll go down the list here in a second. Uh, L. Uh, 16. Now, you know what? Did anyone other than the cleric get under 10? Nope. 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 All right. Uh, Slate, you eat deck. Everyone else... <clears throat> Everyone else is able to grab onto nearby railings or rope or something to hold themselves up. Yay, Jack. Um, and uh, 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 not too far away, you see a what could best be described as a very big crab. Hmm. Okay. Uh, oh boy. And when I say that, I mean like, wow, that's a really big crab. Not like, <laughs> not like, hey, that's a giant crab. Uh, more like a, holy fuck, that is a massive, massive crab. Uh, I'm trying to ballpark. Let's say it's got 50 feet of of uh, length to it. Holy shit! Okay, that's a big crab. And that's a big crab. Around the rim of it is uh, barnacle and, and coral uh, railing, and standing atop of it is a crew of. They look like merfolk, but there's something odd about them. They don't entirely look like proper merfolk. Um, they got like, like you know how, how how I'm gonna put it. Actually, they look like the Davy Jones crew from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Nice. They they look like, I mean, but instead of like they're all over the place in terms of uh, fauna and flora of the sea, they're almost, they're very consistently uh, fish-like. Good. Uh, And you can hear them yelling in Aquarian. Does anyone speak that? No. Didn't didn't, didn't think so. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Something in Aquarian. And several thrown javelins ding into the side of the hull. And uh, just as you all go, oh shit, none of us have our weapons on us? The bugle horn calls and uh, the literal skeleton, actually really more spectral crew, you can hear about 50 cutlasses brandish. Uh, And the captain kicks his, his door open and goes... We have water blights, crew. Do what you know and defend the ship. Uh, and he draws out his sword and steps forward, ready to receive the fray. Uh, roll initiatives. Woo! Okay. 
straight fire tonight. All right. Yeah. Like. <laughs> go, go no. Go yeah. ahead. No, it's fine. That, that's if there's any if there's has been anything in any of this campaign that like warrants chiming into Pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack out of nowhere, it's this exact moment. It's fine. Carry on. Fuck your team <laughs> Slate, what you got? <laughs> Slate, what's your what's your initiative? Eighteen. Boomer. Uh, 16. Uh, L. 20. Uh, 21. Valandess. 23. Damn. Yeah. Rolling straight fire. <laughs> and Geheron. 17. Damn, when Boomer was like 16, I was like, damn, okay, you guys are gonna have a lot of weight at the top of the initiative order, and then Everyone beat him. Slow me up, take old boomers. By the way, why wouldn't I have my weapon on me? I don't know, you guys just came from breakfast. Okay. I've lost this gun once. I'm not losing it again. All right. And just very recently. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to roll a d20, okay? That's fine. It's fine. I'll roll your d20. And if we get higher than a 10, I'll say that you have your gun at your side. That's perfectly fine. If I get less than a, a 10 or less, I'm going to say you, like everyone else, was like getting in costume to perform this ridiculous ritual and therefore have none of their fighting equipment with them. You're a lucky boy. I rolled exactly 11. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys saw it, but I dabbed right <laughs> So you have your gun. You have your gun. The, the shot that's chambered in it. And I rolled a D4 and got a four. I got a, D, a, a, a natural four on a four. You have four shots on you. Hell yeah. Boomer's ready to go. <clears throat> so um, there are already uh, a series of harpoons sticking into the side of the Vanessa ship of the ship Vanessa uh, and these water blights as, as they were called are crawling across the ropes nearly to the hull of the ship uh, let's see Valandes what do all right. Um, so we got the big crab on the deck currently. No, 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 no. The so we're having a naval battle right now. Oh, okay. So the crab's like up above the water. It's it's boat. on the surface of the water. This is this yeah. is your ship. This is the crab. Mm-hmm. It is shot. They have they have th- the enemies have thrown harpoons into the the hull of the ship, and are climbing across on ropes. Okay. About how far off is the, the Krabby Man? 20 feet, maybe less. Okay. All right. Uh, ooh, options. Okay, how many people are standing on the Krab? Uh, hard to tell from here. There's definitely at least 10 on the lines, though. Okay. 
All right. I am... I think I'm just going to be lame, and I'm going to cast Mage Armor on myself. And then, as a bonus action, I will Hex the closest dude on... The, the guy that's closest on one of the ropes. Okay. And also summon my pack weapon. All right. If that's kosher. That's that's a, that's my turn. All right. Do you want to walk up to the... You have a move action. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll walk up to the railing. All right. Um... L, you're up. Um, so who has weapons on them? Just Boomer? I know Boomer does. Um, I have mine now, too, because I summoned it. Yeah, I'm I'm going to actually just say this might be one of the only times Garen's caught flat-footed. Mm. With nothing on him. Because breakfast. <laughs> All right. Well... How far away did you say that the, the, the ship, the crab, what, the giant enemy crab would? Less than 20 feet. No one's made a perception check, so it's hard to tell. Right, right, right. Um, uh, can I tell what those things are? Do I know what they, like, I don't have any knowledge nature. Never mind. Uh, cool. L just... Um, What's the range on haste? Thirty feet. L casts haste on Boomer. Can you shoot your gun twice in a row? I cannot. You can't at all. I can only shoot it once. Even if you have two actions. I hate having to call. If I have two actions, I could. Okay. L casts haste on Boomer. This one. Hell yeah. And then, just for good effort, he, uh, he informs you that you are, um, lazy in your life, so he has to cast spells on you to make you less lazy. And it works like a, like a part of courage. Congratulations. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I'll no longer waste my life. That's what I'm here for. All right. That's it. So, do you know all the benefits you get from haste, Boomer? I do not. It's plus two on your act on your AC. Advantage on deck saving throws. And then uh, you can. And then you can take an additional action on your turn, but it must be a. Uh, Attack, and if it is, you only get one weapon attack. Uh, dodge, dash, or hide, I think. There's there's one other, but I don't remember. It's not disengage. Gotcha. Dash, cool. disengage, hide, or use an object. Use an object. There you go. Sorry, my bad. And you also speed is doubled. Right. Ooh, double speed. All right. Throw him, motherfucker. So, um, after an L's, L's initiative, Erdedite is going to uh, swing down from one of the the not bizon chains that's not correct uh, 
one of the one of the, the, the ropes from the sail. And she is going to grab Geharin uh, by his chest, like like wrap an arm around his chest. Uh, and as you all, sw- the two of you swing on- yes. over towards the crab, she lets go of the rope, hands you a cutlass, and you two fall onto the crab. Is what Garen would say as he's lifted heavily into the air. Making a athletics or acrobatics to land the fall of jump of dropping like fifteen feet. Thank you, proficiency in athletics. Um, that, my friend, is a solid. That is a solid twenty. All right. So you and Eridite both stick the landing, but you have such a you you're so ready for this. You stick the landing, draw your sword, ready to fight in a proper stance. With I mean, you don't have anything but this cutlass, which is just treat it like a long sword for all intents and purposes. I don't think one d eight. One d eight. All right. Um, I don't think cutlasses are a thing. They might be. I don't know. Um, Sorry, it works. Yeah, treat it like a long sword, and you intimidate two of the smallest of your enemies oh, uh-huh. in the area who are shaken. So what does that do against them? Um, just some minor penalties to attacking, and if they don't pass a will save, they have to run and flee. All right. Uh, but uh, the, you notice now that you're on the, the crab, uh, there's about 30 of these monsters on this vessel, and a couple of them look a little more distinguished than the rest. What a fine time to be an eight dexterity. Let's do this. So, um, is it still her turn or is it now my turn? Or? Uh, it's no longer her turn, but. By the way, I don't know if anyone can hear Garen screaming, but he's screaming. <laughs> Guys, uh, there's a lot of them. Slate, you're up. Uh, how far are, am I from my weapons? They're down in the hold, I think. Correct. How far is that? Let's say 20 feet from the deck, <coughs> and then probably another 20 feet to get to them. And, yeah. Uh, so, what Slate is going to do is move speed is a whopping 25 as a dwarf. Right. So you could dash and get down there with your stuff and head begin to head back up. Um, before I do that, uh, I, dash takes my action. Right. Um, I would like to cast bless on uh, how how close is I know Geharin's probably pretty far from me, but I assume that Boomer, Valen, and uh, yeah, Val are close to me, right? Yeah, all of you guys are pretty close. I mean, what's the range on bless? Because thirty feet. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to get to the to, to the edge of the railing to hit Geharin. Wait, I missed that. What was that? You'd have to get to the edge of the railing to reach Geharin. Yeah, so I'm not worried about Geharin. Uh, Bless only affects three targets. Okay. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to cast Bless on um, uh, everybody except Geharin, basically. And yourself. Yeah, and myself. Um, and so... You know, everybody else, the next time you make a saving throw or an attack roll, 
you can roll a d4 if you want and add that to it. You, you get one extra d4 to any roll you want over the next minute. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm not knocked unconscious. I'm pretty sure you get it for each, don't you? Uh, bless. You bless up to three creatures of your choice within range. Whenever a target, yeah, whenever a target makes an attack roll or a saving throw, yeah, no, the spell ends. Gotcha. All right, my bad. All right, so you get one extra, all three of you get one extra d4 between, for a whole minute on whatever you want. And then I'm going to use my movement to move 25 feet towards my weapon, and as that happens, I'm going to scream, I'll be right back. i got to get my weapons. All right, so you go down and you make it under the hull, uh, and you can see that several, many of the spectral crew are readying cannons that look like they could be ready any any second. Cool, that's my turn. All right, uh, from there, uh, Ross Clamwell is uh, going to repeat the similar action um, and grab Valandess. Under the shoulder, under under the uh, arms, around the chest, um, and he's also going to leap off of the rope midair. But as he lets go of you, you see him throw his spare cutlass because he already has one. He sees you don't need one. Throws a spare cutlass and severs one of the three ropes that were leading to the to the ship, which sends like four or five of these water blights to the to their to the water. Oh, hey, thanks, Ben. Nice. So, uh, make an athletics or acrobatics check. Yep. That is a 15. Okay. You stick the landing, but you do not manage to intimidate people. Well, that's fair. Uh, but yeah, no. Now on the crab is Ross, Erdedite, and uh, Valandess with Geharen. All right. Um, all right, Boomer, you're up. Oh, sorry, Geharen, you're up. All right. So now that there's three of us on this crab, it's the perfect time to throw a fireball straight into that head, right? Uh, there's four of you on there, but, I mean, also, yes. <laughs> Stealing my thunder, bro. Go for it. No, because we'll all be caught in this fireball, I believe. I mean, only 8d6 damage, right? Um, and you can also throw it up in the air and, like, only hit some of them. I thought we were on the very top of the crab. You are, but if you... Okay, so, like, explosions, right? They work yeah. in a sphere. So, if you explode something in the air, it won't hit that entire crab. Okay. Do you, like, uh, you can make an explosion between the crab and the boat in the midst of all those dudes on the ropes. You could also do that. Sorry, that was super meta, but that's exactly what I was going to do next turn. So. Well, no, this, I've never messed with spells in this game. That's why I'm... Yeah. And this is kind of a dangerous one for me. <laughs> yes, yes, very much so. Um, sure, let's try and do that. Uh, you said there's about 30 people in the back of this crab, right? Right. Well, let's see what happens if... Uh, and this just counts as one attack, right? I get to it. Yeah, you. If you do this, it's your action. All right. Um, cool. Let's see what happens. Garen's gonna brace himself and warn everyone around him as he 
kind of claps his hands and tries to throw a fireball behind the bulk of the enemy forces. Okay. All right, you lob a fireball. It explodes. Uh, and I'm just going to go ahead and roll da damage. Okay. Let's see. All right. Uh, some of them p make the save. Because I assume your save is like what, fourteen? Uh, dex saving would that be like D uh, D ten? It DC ten plus my dexterity. No, it'd be D. It would be D D ten plus your uh, intelligence modifier. Ah, cool. So they got to beat a nine. Plus your plus. Actually, no, no, it's it's more complicated than that. It's uh, yeah, it's. Spellcasting ability plus proficiency. Proficiency plus eight. Yep. Eight plus eight. Yeah. Yep. So, I don't know what his spellcasting modifier would be. Yeah, it's it's not ten. It's base eight. So eight plus your proficiency plus your spellcasting, which your spellcasting modifier for this is your intelligence. So seven plus your proficiency. So, all right. Yeah. So then just a flat ten then. Okay. Okay. 50-50. They still take damage if they fail. Oh, yeah, they take half. Um, yeah. And the guys that, that pass, which is most of them, not all of them, uh, the ones that fail just are outright dead. So you just see, like, ten of these guys just, like, fall apart into briny, foamy water and fish parts. Uh, but five more of them are deeply singed and somewhat still on fire, but... But quite able. Nice. And then can I just uh, go ahead and use a action search? Yes, you can. Cool. Let's just go balls deep on these boys. Garen's pumped. <laughs> this, this, I am, I'm living a Pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack right, right. now. I'm yeah. in this. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and swing at the nearest boy who's not intimidated. All right. Go ahead and make an he attack. He use fireball. This is not action. No, it is an action. He, you didn't hear him say that he used action surge. I hear him say that. Cool. Alright. So I swing at him and it, it, it doesn't hit. It's a three. You are correct. It doesn't hit. It's a three. But I get to attack twice on an attack action, right? You are correct. Alright, let's swing at him again. Does a solid 13 hit a pirate? Wait. Wait, does a solid 13 hit a pirate? I don't know. Is that all it is, is a 13? After I add my proficiency to it, but then I get to decide if I want to use precision strike before or after. No, I, after the roll, not before you tell me it's... Sorry. So to be too meta. Right. You're fine. I'm going to add a superior, superiority die to hit that. All right. Go ahead and roll oh, your superiority. Wait, wait, before you do that, you get to add D4 from blessed. You didn't no. get blessed. I didn't get blessed. All right, so I rolled an eight on the superiority die. So that's a twenty-one to hit, then. Yeah. You hit him. Yeah, that's more like it. Little son of a bitch. Where the hell is my? All right, cool. Uh. <laughs> uh, 
six damage. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and say this is one of the guys that you had singed, uh, but not killed. So the the blow finish the, finishes the job that your fireball started. Cool. Uh, uh, and he falls to murky water on your blade. Jaren lets out a pretty triumphant roar. He's amped. Uh, Boomer. Uh, hell yeah. How far am I from these sons of bitches? Um, well, the ones climbing on the ropes are close. Uh, the ones on the sh- on the back of the crab are somewhere around twenty plus feet away. No, that's not too far. Let's kill the ones on the ropes. Uh, so I'll go for the first one that I can see with the rope. On the rope. All right. Let's say that's the hexed guy. Cool. All right. Hell yeah. Nice. That would be a. 16. That'll hit. Hell yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to roll regular damage because I didn't put a thunder mark around it. Right. Um, I'm going to give him disadvantage on uh, dexterity saving throws due to hex. I always forget that mechanic about hex. That's uh, 10 damage on him. All right. Uh, That'll (laughs) knock him off the rope and fall into the water where he becomes part of it. Cool. Uh, bonus action, reload. Yep. Next action, shoot at another guy. All right. You got three more shots left in your little satchel. Yep. Nat 20. Oh. oh. All right. So you 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 reload and lean your, your Thundermonger back, uh, your Thunder Cannon back over the rail. But the guy next to him saw what happened to that fucking guy. So he sees you come again for another shot, and he throws this big coral shield in front of him. And you just puncture right through the shield and haul down through his torso, sundering him into pieces and also snapping that line. So that rope falls into the water as well. Nice. Uh, Then uh, I don't have another bonus action. So I'm going to move my 50 feet... Double speed, and I'm gonna go get the rest of my shots. I'm like, I'll be right back. Don't worry. And then whatever speed I have left after I get my satchel with my ammunition, I'll run back. Yeah, you can you can run down there and grab your items and pass Slate on the way back with your 50 feet of movement. <laughs> I'll high five him. Right. Way <laughs> Slate accepts the high five. <laughs> you and also like. Boomer, you also see that the Spectral crew is arming cannons. Hell yeah. Wait. Oh, man. Don't want to fire cannons. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Good question. Uh-huh. Before I end my turn. Sure. If I put my ammunition inside of these things, like a buckshot, uh-huh. <laughs> would that work? No. Oh, Damn. That'd be cool, though. I mean, Please don't put uh, buckshot rounds in the cannon pointed at Karen. <laughs> hey, man. It'd be Me too. We could blow the shit out of this crab. <laughs> Next question. Do I have any explosives on me? <laughs> Alright. Alright, I'm gonna do my turn. I'm gonna look at my yep. thing and see if I have any explosives. Alright, the captain is choosing to take his action at this time. The captain step... Oh, Sorry. Yeah. The captain uh, steps forward and with the the grace of a 
fucking dancer walks down the line that the last of the three ropes and with a quickness swiftly dispatches with his long rapier like sword three of the water blights on his ship before he leaps back 15 feet to where the harpoon is sticking into his hull slices the rope and then vaults back over the railing Quacks, Quacks, the spectator, comes down from the crow's nests in a flurry of laser beams. Because he's a spectator. Mm, Uh, That's true. (laughs) one One of the lasers disintegrates one of the water blight on the back of the crab. Another laser beam reduces the size of the water blight till it's a tiny sized individual. Uh... To which Eridite takes the reaction to stomp and kill. Yes. Uh, and then his fourth laser, uh, or third laser, um, enlarges uh, Valandess. Oh, mama. <laughs> Get it. Now, large, cre- not large creature. Congratulations. This is going to be great. You're a real big boy now. Yep. The enemy crew is now going... Oh, sorry. The uh, ship's crew readies and primes the cannon and waits for the captain's orders to fire. The enemy crew surrounds you on the grab. uh, And both of the player characters are going to suffer a total of eight attacks each. (laughs) Oh, boy. Valandes, what's your AC? 17. All right, four of those hit you. Okay. Ooh. You suffer 32 points of slashing damage between the... Holy, holy shit. Good God. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry, is there a price for bravado? Yes, there is. And the yeah, answer the answer is 32 slashing damage. I never, I never get off the boat. <laughs> I mean, I'm gigantic now, so... Yeah, you, you a big boy. <laughs> Which, by the way, did you gain your, like, 2d8 temporary hit points for growing in size? I forgot about that. Yeah, double check that, because I think that that's part of it in this edition. Better hope it is at this moment. <laughs> Alright, what's your AC without your armor, Garen? Uh Is it just your dexterity? Yeah, plus 8. Uh, so 7? Okay. Uh, Hatricon. Yeah. I actually get the numbers on those attack rolls. Uh, rather, I don't know how this works. I'm trying to use cutting words against one of those attacks, which would reduce the total. Okay, and how much is the dice? How much is the die of that? Uh, uh, D6. Okay. All right, so I have one of these that that might actually save. So okay. uh, I've already rolled four of them. Okay. So I'm going to go tell you what these are. Um, This is a a 13 and a uh, 14. Uh, Well, let's use it on the 14. Okay, go ahead. Wait, your AC was like 16? No, his AC... 17. No. no. Uh, We're on Gahara now, whose AC is what? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, 7. It should be 10 
closer. Oh, I thought you said it was next month. It's it's eight. Wait, his AC is his is eight plus a dex mod. But he's not wearing any armor. None of yeah. you are wearing armor except for uh, Valandes, who's wearing mage armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm about to be boned, boys. So okay, well let's use it on the thirteen then. There she has a chance. Well, that's still on Valen, but Bim. no. This Wait. I already hit him with four attacks. I've rolled four hits on you already. I'm rolling this the fifth and the sixth attacks on Gaharin. One of yeah. them is a 13, one of them is a 14, and he wants to cutting words the 13 to try and save you from one. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Sorry, I got confused. You're good. Do you want to take it on one of those, on that 13, or do you want me to roll the last two attacks? I want to take it on the 13. Okay. Go ahead and roll your cutting words. Do we need to go to five? It's a two. Sorry, okay. friend. I tried. It's <laughs> okay. Oh, hey, one of them did miss you. <laughs> Alright, so seven cutlass attacks. It's fine. Alright, that's 51 points of damage. <laughs> I'm still standing, boys! <laughs> Stupid points. <laughs> I was about to say, not by much, right? <laughs> Alright, uh, similar uh, levels of, of bloodshed are cast into Ross and Eridite, but something weird, you notice. When Ross is cut, the swords can't pull from his flesh. And he takes a reaction and guts one of the water blight that cut him. Dracon, uh, your character's AC is 10 plus their dexterity while over that armor. Uh... Since fucking when? Too late. Since five. I thought it was base eight, like everything in this edition. Nope. It's it's only base eight when you add your proficiency to it. I can grab my. Yeah. Nah, man, take that fifty-one damage like a champ. I mean, I've I've already changed current hit points. Yeah, yeah cause you're sorry. the boss. You're the man. You're a dragonborn. You don't need you don't need their shit. Next round. Need that Next round. Yes. Next round. My apologies. No, 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 no. Don't apologize, nerds. <laughs> you run this game. This ain't their world. If they don't like how the way we play, deal with it. Guess who's going to use second win? <laughs> 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 all right. But, uh, all right. So, so that's that. Um, so, at the top of the initiative, the captain is going to take a legendary action. Oh, yeah. And that is to call for f- call to fire, and so Ooh. the cannons explode in a cacophony of black powder and iron balls. Uh, giggity! <laughs> oh wow! I just rolled max damage on myself. Great. All right. the, the, the four loaded cannons deal over a hundred damage to the mass massive crab uh, and one of those went straight into its eye or its its mouth 
and you got everyone on the crab can feel the crab beginning to gurgle and in like death throw. Nice. Uh, and so you all can hear the captain who is in the crow's nest out of nowhere, his voice booming across the battlefield. We will send lines. Swim to the hull of the ship. Good. Just a quick question. Sure. Uh, Ring of water walking. Can he still go into the water, or is when he when he hits that water with that ring, is it going to be like cement? It's not like cement. I mean, I didn't want it to be like. I don't want to be like you take four hundred falling damage because you hit rock. Why? Why would taking the ring off, nerd? Who would Who would take that much damage from hitting water? Well, I didn't know if it was like because. Geheron has the uh, ring right, of water water. Right, but he's either. barely five feet above water level right now. Oh, I thought this crab was, like, massive, and it was just, like, up in, like, the air, like a... My, I was... Sorry. I no, 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 no. It's, it's, like, it's, like, just on the surface of the water. Oh, well, then never mind, man. Swim. Or walk. Leisurely. Right. I would jump on your bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Don't worry about you. Bleeding out. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Valandes, you're up. All right. Uh, listening to the captain, I'm going to um, jump off of the crab, but then I'm going to turn around and scorching raid in the face on my way down. All right. You le- give me uh, an acrobatics. Yep. Do backflip. I'm like moves right now. 17? Yeah. All right. So yeah. you leap and you can feel the the shell of the crustacean crack under your weight as you leap up and almost look like you're propelling yourself with your scorching rays. Roll to hit. Oh yeah, that is uh, twenty three. Fire, straight fire. Uh, sixteen. Uh huh. And twelve. Believe it. Even the 12 is good enough to hit actually the broadside of a crab. Oh, actually, hold on. I got Uno Mas at third level. Okay. And 18. All right, roll your four successful Scorching Ray hits. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Seven. Twenty-three. In total. Yeah, that's total. That's all. All right. Um, all right. So you sink. You sort of just like line up these shots and just sort of pound the same part of the broken uh, crab's uh, cartilage, which is not the right word. I just wanted to be phonetic. Uh, but your four scorching rays just pepper the same part until you can see. The the, the the shell bursts open in a section uh, and you can see inside the actively dying giant crab for just a moment and then almost as if uh, you were you threw yourself into a wall you feel yourself thrown into the hull of the ship and are oh. able to sink a, a single hand onto the edge of the railing oh well that was lucky 
but that's that's my turn. Yep. Uh, all right. <laughs> L, you're up. Uh, well, shit. Well, what is there even to do now? Um, heal, heal me. <laughs> heal your allies. Rescue your allies. You're very far away. I'm hanging off the rail of the ship. Oh, you're hanging off the rail of the ship. I was just actually thrown there. <laughs> okay, uh, Gaharan, are you still on the um on the crab? Yeah, he's yes. Uh, so is most of my blood. Okay. <laughs> All my blood. <laughs> oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can cure wounds from a distance, but let me check. You can't. Yeah. Can I enhance ability from a distance? You can. Ooh. Give you a few more extra hit points, I think. Yeah, enhance constitution. They get like 2d8 or whatever. Yeah. That might be the best that I can do. Um, L will run over to uh, Val and Desk where he's hanging off the railing and um, make sure, you know, just gives him the visual pat down that he's not dead. And then yeah. uh, goes ahead and casts Enhance Ability. No, it's Range Touch. Damn it, never mind. Damn. Sorry, Gaharan, you're on your own. That's fine. Um, just tell me I'm awesome. You're really cool looking right now. Part of inspiration. Yeah, I will give you the bardic. <laughs> <laughs> you look like something on the front of a Mastodon cover. Bardic inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the distance from the top of a crap. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that doesn't. That is not an action. So he also casts healing on Bell and Dust. As a second level spell. Alright. Hold on, let me figure out this number. It should be. 18. 18. Oh, wow. Nice. I did that wrong. It's 15. That's still still, still good. Still good. I'll take it. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Better than 11. Yeah. Alright. Aerodite takes her initiative. I assume you're done. Uh, she, with her massive fucking arms, just, like, grabs one of these guys and just, like, crushes their head in her hands. Uh, and then, like, hammer fists another one in down until it, like, just splatters on the shell of the crab. Having now punched a hole through their line, she, uh, begins to run across the top of the water as if it was a fucking street. And uh, begins to climb up the hull of the ship. Uh, next is Slate. I think he has departed. His internet was being poopy. Yep. Yeah. Which is really unfortunate because you guys, you guys use a cleric. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, so then it'll be uh, Ross Clamwell. It's initiative who uh, is going to make a special action that I've contracted for him, 
where the four swords that have sunk into his flesh, he's going to like flex and they're going to sl- they're going to animate and cut down their previous owners. Hell yeah. Nice. For That's pretty fucking good damage. Uh yeah, no, lethal damage on all four of those guys. Holy fuck. Um <laughs> Uh, and having then now again himself cut a path out, uh, is going to grab Gaharin and dr- drag him out of threat range from a couple of w- uh, water blights who are going to take an attack of opportunity. On Gaharin? Oh. On Gaharin. Well, one of them is definitely a miss. I rolled a two. Um,. So that's like a six, so that's not good enough. But the other one was a nat 20. So that's going to deal uh, full damage to you of uh, eight. Uh, that's enough. Garen goes limp in his boy's arms. Wait, I have a reaction now. Go I ahead. not actually. I, I'm out of heart. Right. Uh, but Ross gra- drags you um, away from the melee. And is able to get you to the edge of the now still sinking crab. Karen flops. Yep. Uh, Geheran, it's your initiative. Was that? Geheran, it's your initiative. I, that, that put me. I, I know. Make a death save. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Sorry. That's just the D20, right? Yeah. I should get used to that. I roll so many of these. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> 17. All right. You get one success. Mm-hmm. All right. Boomer, you're up. Oh, hell yeah. Um, are there any more people still alive? Yeah, there's about 12 or so on the vessel, on the sinking crab. Oh, yeah, I'm going to run up to the edge of the thing, of the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can see that uh, Ross Clamwell is kneeling over with a pair of drawn daggers standing over Geheran's unconscious body. They're drawn to, like, stab him? No, they're drawn to protect him. Oh, okay, good, good. I was just like, whoa, did this guy all of a sudden turn? Like, oh, shit. No, I'm going to have to kill him with me. then I'm going to just... Is there anybody else left on the... Like, are people left on the crap? No. Hmm. I don't care how much shit it's people. Uh, I want to use bonus action, reload Thundermonger. Uh-huh. Uh, fire at one of the... The crab's dead, right? The crab is dying, yeah. Uh, then I'm going to shoot at one of the, the blights. All right. 16. That'll hit. damage. That'll kill a guy. And uh, then I'm going to... Do I have any more move action left? Uh, you... Yes. Yeah, you have, let's say, 20 feet left. Uh, can I get to Karen? Uh, yeah. You'd have to, like, jump off the ship to do that, though. Oh, shit. No, if he's still out there, then I'm going to shoot at another guy. Then. Yeah. Forget that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. Uh... <laughs> 
Yeah, I'll like another dude. Like he dragged him to the edge of the crab. That's as far as he could get him. Oh yeah. And let's shoot him again. Wait, I can't because I don't have a bonus action reload. I mean, you can take your extra action and just reload. Yeah. Um. Let's do. Because cure wounds a touch spell, right? Right. Yeah. Then I'll use my action to reload. Now, healing word is a ranged heal. Yeah. No, I, all I have is cure wounds. I'm surprised L doesn't have healing word. I have one healing spell. Um, that will be all right. my turn. It is uh, the crew's turn. Um, you hear the horn from under deck calling again that the cannons are again ready to fire. Uh, Quack Quacks is going to float over to over the crab and his lasers are going to go all buck wild again and he's going to incinerate another dude and fucking crit I guess that's fine <laughs> yeah just fucking completely destroys up one dude uh, and then is going to cast his main eye on Geharin, uh and perform a uh, medicine check or heal check and stabilize you Hooray. Uh, and that's going to be his his turn. Um, Next, the captain will fire his crossbow from the crow's nest. Hit two dudes. One of them for lethal, the other one not for lethal. I, I think if my count's good, there's like eight of these guys left. About, yeah, at this point. Alright. Because it's their turn now. Uh, four, six javelins are thrown at Quacks. Two's a hit. Three hits and a critical. Quacks suffers some pretty heavy damage. Those javelins don't sit well with a spectator. Oh. And then the two of the larger ones that I had mentioned before who have not been participating in the battle up until this point step forward. Uh, and one of them draws back the string on a ballista while the other oh. one aims it and fires it at Valandes. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Okay. That's... Just healed that guy. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Because uh, I assume a, a 23 hits. That it does. Alright. Let's see what this damage is. Alright, that's 26 damage. Th- that takes me exactly to zero. I had 26 left. Yep. Alright, the ballista so bolt impales you to the hull of the ship. Oh, hey, at least I'm not going to fall off. Yeah, <laughs> that'll buff out. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Fall off the ship now. Actually, 
No, I don't think Silver I Silver lining. Uh, all right. Top of the initiative, Valen Dest, make a death save. Oh, wait. Did I kill the uh, the crab? Is that technically a kill from me? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's actually important. Oh, oh I know. I know exactly I why it's important. And I no, I know you do. The, can- the cannonballs to its face killed the crab. Well, son of a bitch, fine. <laughs> hey, a guy can dream. You're right. All right, but All right. anyway, before you take, b- before you make your death save, the ca- the captain takes his legendary action and calls for fire. The cannons fire once again. Two of the cannonballs. One sunders the ballista into splinters, and the other one just obliterates the guy who was shooting it. Uh, nice. And then the last two cannon fire, uh, one just like cuts a line down the water blights that were left on the ship, and there's only one left. Nice. Uh, and by this point, the crab is beginning to sink into the water uh, completely. Nice. Uh, but thankfully, Geheran doesn't sink into the water because he can't. Uh, that, that was a 17 for that death save. Alright, good. Uh, yeah, that's one success for you. Yep. Uh, so, Ross Clamwell, noticing that you don't sink for whatever reason, he doesn't begin to think on it, he just stands on your torso. <laughs> Karen complies. <laughs> you right. <laughs> uh, uh, L, it's your initiative. Uh, crab is sinking. Crab is sinking. You just saw your friend get impaled uh, to the ship. I'm a hood ornament. Okay. Okay. Like even though he's a large sized humanoid right now, like half of his hip is displaced um, by ballista bolt. Nothing in head about that. Are elves' clothes dirty? <laughs> Did any of that just get on him? Probably. You know. Oh, shit. All right. Well. <laughs> He'll cast your wounds. <laughs> but Alan Death is going to hear about this later. Prestidigitation yourself clean, damn it. I thought you were going to take your turn and cast Prestidigitation to clean yourself. He's thinking oh, about it. <laughs> Full He's action. Priorities. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Never change. <laughs> uh, congrats, you heal six, six. Set six. Okay. All right, but are stable. You are stabilized, so that's nice. That's yeah. good. Wait, did your body heal around the ballista or around the bolt? We're not going to get into it. Well, whatever. He's <laughs> conscious now. So he's not no, conscious. I'm, he's, I'm not conscious, thankfully. <laughs> he's like just he's stabilized. Uh, ah, right. All right. Uh, Erdite, noticing that your friend is impaled to the side of the vessel, is going to grab him over one of her shoulders and kick the ballista bolt out of the hull of the ship. Because if I hadn't made it clear, this woman is essentially She-Hulk. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, that's pretty better. That's okay. Kind of- uh, 
and then she is going to hoist him on top of the the deck of the ship where he uh, can be tended to. Valen ragdolls. And then she's going to get on the ship and perform a medicine check on him and recognize that he is stable and no longer considers him a a worry. Um, Slate's gone. Uh, Ross Clamwell is going to uh, see that he's surrounded by water and is going to kneel down on Gaharin's chest and paddle on either side of Gaharin's body (laughs) (laughs) and is going to paddle back towards the ship. Garen complies. (laughs) Best paddle board ever. And is, uh, is then going to, uh, reach the, 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 the base of the hull and knock on the hull with great force that he needs a line. Uh, Boomer, you're up. Uh, I'm gonna keep shooting at people. I mean, there's only one guy left, but yeah, go for it. Good, he gonna die. Why? <laughs> oh can can I run up on and like stand on like the the like the the banister of the ship and like shoot down onto this guy? Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-two. You hit him. Roll damage. Hell, hell yeah. Fourteen damage. He's very dead. Hell yeah. Uh, bonus action to reload. <laughs> Uh, can I fire one more time into the water just to make sure this thing's super dead? Yes, absolutely. Hell yeah! <clears throat> you hit it. It's a fucking massive crab. Damage. Alright, well. You, you, you hurt the very dead crab. Good. I want to make sure it's dead. That's for hurting friends. The crab didn't do shit. The yeah, crab just well, showed up in years, man. It transported the dudes who did some shit, so it catches it too. All right, Gaharin. Uh, you're still unconscious, so, you know, carry on. Blub, blub. Uh, oh, no, you're face up, dude. <laughs> otherwise Thank you'd God. be otherwise you'd be drowning and, and if a guy's gonna use you as a boat it, the very least he could do is roll you face up hey wait this pedal board's pretty cool but something keeps scratching on my leg no wait no it stopped <laughs> anyway the captain is going to uh, f- leap from the, the crow's nest and gracefully barely make a sound on the hull uh, of the deck of the ship as he lands, throws a line over to which Ross, we're going to go off initiative at this point, mm-hmm. um, to which Ross Clamwell 
you know, ties Geheron up and the captain drags the two of them up along the side of the hull. Uh, and Quacks leisurely, dare say, very uh, sadly f- uh, floats back onto the deck and rests upon the floor, uh, howling in pain. Who is howling in pain and why? The spectator, because he has four javelins sticking in him. Oh, 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 right. Um, like if nobody Bader. else is, is on it, L runs over and casts Cure on it. All right. Yeah, I was going to do the same. Uh, he casts one of his eye stalks on your hand as it glows with the healing spell. Uh, roll max. Oh, uh, he heals nine. Okay. Uh, excuse me, he heals 11. Uh... Quack sort of calms his breathing down and nods his eye in agree in thankfulness, although can't seem to come across the words. That's a neat trick. Uh, the captain cleans his blade before he sheathes it and looks across the crew and battered bodies that lie on his deck and goes, Ah, that's the kind of day that makes you feel alive, wouldn't you say? To which Erdite and Ross both nod and sort of smile. A very macabre moment. And uh, sort of crack their backs and look to you all and ask if you are all all right. Garen bleeds. <laughs> As does Velen. Oh, Ellen also casts Cure on Garen. Okay. And I'll go for Valen. All right. Do you guys try and wake them up? I'll cast Cure wounds on uh, yeah. yeah. All right. So just roll your heels and then wait. They're they're awoken. Your wounds is a D four, right? No, D ten, D eight. Sorry. D eight. I'm I'm rolling it. It's D four per spell level plus caster modifier. So you heal twelve. And Valen, Valen, you heal nine. Word. Uh, did you, and did anybody try and wake Garen up with that, or? Yeah. Yeah, no. I tried to wake up that one. Um, I'm going to grab grab Boomer and say, I had a dream that I was very big. <laughs> hey, man, you were pretty big, and it was awesome. And uh, then you got plastered to the side of the ship, which was still kind of cool, but you did good. Oh, yeah, and then I'll, I'll look down for the hole in me. Which I'm hoping is closed by now. It's closed. It's, okay. It's gone on magically. <laughs> no, best magic. Garen, likewise, is going to grab at L and kind of breathe heavily as he looks down at himself covered uh, once again in all of his own blood. And uh, kind of look at him mostly confused and say, did I get him? You got so many of them. <laughs> Good. He's going to say before he flops back down onto the deck. <laughs> Good hustle. Good job, team. You did it. All right, let's get back to doing this here. Uh, <laughs> for this, uh... Garen Lipley raises a hand and asks if he can be excused for the day. <laughs> I'll just flop around here. If you just want to throw my clothes on me, it should, it sure, it'll be fine. All right, well, I guess practice is off. We'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> 
Uh, Ross and Eridite walk over to the stable but not active party members. Hoist one of you on each of their shoulders and go, all right, off to off to sack with you. Captain demands no corpses on the deck. And he's lifted here and says, I need a beer. It's been a very long day of me getting picked up. Okay, let's go to bed. All right, we'll see you tomorrow, boys. Have a good dreams. Half-hearted yeah, finger you... guns over the dude's shoulder. <laughs> Hey, Ellie, like, you want to come drink and watch me build stuff? I do. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, maybe you can give me some speculations on your little uh, your little hovel that I'm building in this thing. I got a little bit of eyes. That looks weird. I'm sorry. Uh, what did you say to me? I said, you know, you can give me, you know, Speculation. I mean, tell me what all you want. Your little uh, bunk that I'm building you in this here thing. Ah, yes, I have many plans. I picked out some silks before I left because I know you like soft things on your skin. So, how do you feel about rotating bars? How do you feel about you have maybe, you know, kind of like a coffin, maybe a little bit larger in this thing? Hmm. You could fit a bottle of wine in a coffin. You are correct. I may be able to actually put like the captain confirms and nods. You can in fact fit a bottle of wine in a coffin. Well, maybe I can like have it hooked up some way to where you can put a bottle in there, and then it have like a little spout where you can like clip clip it, and you know everything. It'll be cool. We'll figure it out. We'll workshop it. Got time? Any chance of heart shaped bed? How about a heart shaped pillow? Hmm. Hmm. I like that you're working with me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think that's where we're going to leave it for tonight. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We killed a giant crab. Baltimore <laughs> would be proud. It struck its weak spot for massive damage. You mean cannon fire? <laughs> My only yes. weakness. My only weakness, cannon fire. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> Not even cinematic armor can protect me from that. <laughs> I was really excited about that fight. I'm glad. Yeah, that was awesome. I'm glad. Yeah, cool. that was awesome. I was super good. Not only did I get to use a new toy, but I also didn't thanks. kill any teammates with it. Hell yeah. Al, thanks for giving me that double action. I love shooting things twice. No problem. Expect more of it in the future. Hell yeah. <laughs> anyway. So uh, I hope you all enjoyed our session. I have been, as always, your Dungeon Master, Kenny. We have our formerly skewered, but now much more better, uh, Warlock. Hey, everybody. It's Jesse. Have a good night. The punch drunk, and by punch drunk, I mean he punched so many things and got drunk from getting nearly killed fighter. Yeah, I'm going to bleed in Draconian. Um, Have a good night, everybody. Our artificer, who's awfully quite jazzed that he thinks he found a new mechanism to fire twice in a round, but then realized it was just magic. Hell yeah, that was hella cool. I was all jacked up on magic and stuff. And the bard who just looks like the house, like the camp mother who just throws up his hands and goes, I can't keep any of these nerds alive. <laughs> I feel like the maid. I just cleaned here. Uh, it's Austin Klingo. 
Good night, everybody. Good night, y'all.